Welcome to the UCM. We're your tour guides, Zan Peters and Joe Semino. And we're going to be taking you through our humble little museum's collection. The exhibits may or may not be real, but the stories sure are. Enjoy your visit today at the Uncanny County Museum. been in a real life situation where you could just turn around and run away huh um yes yeah i guess but 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 like the the social i don't know i mean you've been you've been trapped in in awkward conversations with strangers or something uncomfortable and the 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 social and the social uh code does not allow you to just turn around and start running. What? It's not an Irish goodbye. What would that be <laughs> called? What is that? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I don't know. But so I was running uh, in the neighborhood behind uh, our apartment complex the other mm-hmm. day, and it's very nice back there, you know, just uh, kind of you know basic suburban streets or whatever and there's like a little retention pond so there's like birds and stuff um anyways um i'm running and i see a yard sale and oh boy (laughs) deals 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 so uh we are one (laughs) yeah yeah so i take a little break from my jog and i'm in you know so i'm in my running clothes and my running shoes all that and uh, I'm looking through the stuff, nothing I'm really interested in, but then I see that uh, there's some books. So ah. I, you know, I don't even have my wallet on me. So I was going to ask, like, do you I, have what, cash? Yeah. Like, what are you, how are, are you no. going to barter? You'll be like, listen, I'll be right back. Here's my shoes for collateral. <laughs> I'll literally, I'm going <laughs> to run and get it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've had some good uh, yard sale scores recently. So oh, I'm nice. feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm on a hot streak. Uh, so I see there's books and I'm like, oh, look, there's, uh, one of those, uh, what's the guy's name? The, 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 like, uh, the, 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 like motivational, like preacher guy, like Joe Austin or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yes. Is that his name? Joel Austin? Austin? That sounds right. Yeah. 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 You know, the, the, the guy with the fake charities and the, yeah, the righteous gemstones kind of, yeah, the real version of that. Basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I lift up that book, and underneath is a book by David Duke. That name is so familiar. Why is that familiar? He is the uh, Oh, my God. The Wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, hold on. I was like, wait a minute. It immediately clicked. Have you seen Black Klansman? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, is that that one? Oh, God. That is yeah. wild. Okay. He does have he does have a, a very like cartoon character. He does, name. Yeah, right. Like 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 he's like he's Doug Dimadome's like cousin or something. Doug yeah. Dimadome's racist cousin. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. So I see that I and I literally turn around and started running. Ah, that is an appropriate response, <laughs> I think, to that to seeing and immediately just fleeing. <laughs> Whew, that is not where I thought this was going to go at all. I, 
Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, when when you get out there running, you never know where it will take you. That's true. I mean, you want to have kind of an idea because you do want to mm. get home. Eventually. You want to get home. Yeah, you want to be safe. Um, mm-hmm. it is like interesting when people just put that out, like stuff like that out for sale. Like when I, I was in this used bookstore in mm-hmm. Jim Thorpe, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. it was like it was like labeled as an antique bookstore. And I'm like, I love a good antique. But in reality, right. it was like books that are falling apart, but they're old, so they're antiques, which is not uh, really what antiques are, but whatever. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going through, and I'm like looking but around. It's, it, is, is it like just like old, like rotting copies of like Reader's Digest? or Some, some of them, actually, yes. Yeah. But there was a lot of like rotting copies of like American poetry or like history from 1940 or like, yeah, which we'll, mm, co- which we'll that, cycle back that, in a moment that, too. That is, but, that uh, is history. Well, and then like also like books written in the 1800s that are outdated, but you're like, oh, but it's old and there's probably like yeah. lice in it yeah. or whatever. But then there was, there were like, <laughs> there were like multiple copies of Mein Kampf in like different editions. And oh, I was like, hmm. I was like, one is too many. You know what I mean? Like one is too much. So why are there multiple? Like who why? My question was more why. Um so that's when that's, I also just sort of was like, okay, we need to go. But yeah. That's very What do you hmm cuz like <laughs> that that is such a I mean, owning a book by David Duke, I think is just like something I would not want anyone Right. To I would I would I would think, I guess, if I was a racist that I would not advertise mm, that. Yeah. And I do I do think like maybe David Duke is not as present in the the current world that maybe people wouldn't know who that was. Right. But yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm 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 going to say something with a lot of caveats on them. I would be interested to read Mein Kampf, and here's 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 where we where we need to uh, uh, have that caveat. I want to read the original rambling version that mm. Hitler wrote while he was in jail, uh, that like has Atlanteans and stuff in it mm. that they had to edit out so that it was mildly <clears throat> palatable to the general public. Like okay, I wanna, okay, like. I I like I would like want to hear like how unhinged he was where he was like and then the Atlanteans blah 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 something 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 national socialism. Mm, okay. Like I like I want to know I, I want to see like just how ridiculous the yeah. the, the 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 mythology right of it. Yeah. That's but okay, I okay. I never want to be someone that just has that on their shelf. On yeah, their it's just not like it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Um, and maybe maybe I just don't I don't need that in my brain. I don't think you need it. I don't think that energy is necessary. Well, there's like that. Uh, th- there's like um the guy that O.J. Simpson killed. Uh, uh allegedly. Allegedly, uh, right, of course. Allegedly, uh, along with his uh, ex-wife, uh, his family, I think, owns the rights to OJ's book. If I did it, um, huh? So, if you do buy the book, you are technically supporting his family, huh? That's yeah. 
Okay, that's interesting. I still don't know if I. I still don't know if I. I still don't know if I want to read it. Yeah, I. I've got a big TBR, and I think that's gonna go on the bottom for right now. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh. Um, yeah. So you know, I guess you always <laughs> want to think about like if you're having. I don't know if if you suddenly like just have a bunch of boxes of stuff you're getting rid of and you're just like, right. I just put it out on the lawn, you know, you might want to do yeah. a little sweep through, you know, especially if, uh, you know, you're you're trying to sell your your uncle's stuff who uh, you're you're not quite sure about. I mean, yeah, that's probably for the yeah. best, I would say. But I don't think everybody thinks that way. No, so, unfortunately. No. Um, mm-hmm. Well. All that saying, though, happy Hanukkah, Zan. Oh, thank you. Of course. Thank you. Of course. I, I'm, I'm having a lovely Hanukkah, uh, a Bonita Hanukkah mm. here in <laughs> yes. Bonita Springs, Florida. <laughs> yeah, on, on workcation, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am on a, I, I am a traveling businessman. <laughs> Do I mean, of a- course, I'm here. I'm, I'm here with you at the Uncanny right. County of course, Museum, of, of course. course, of course. Yes, we're you're you're commuting back to the hotel, which is always interesting because mm-hmm. you know time and space. Yes, we we've managed. Yes, to get but I, that. I am I'm I, I'm staying at this really uh, quaint little boutique hotel called the Holiday Inn. <laughs> wow, Express it's fitting. fitting. Ho- <laughs> is it really called that? Like the Holiday Inn Express? Yes. Why is it express? Are they expressing your stay where it's like, <laughs> is this you're, like a train ex- ticket? You have to get there faster? You're, you're <laughs> expressing your sorrow of being in Bonita Springs. <laughs> oh my God. Because now, because you've established yourself as a traveling, uh, a, a, a traveling workman. A, ju- or a, what, jur- a, a journeyman frame. That was it. A, a journeyman framer. Do you have a coat? with little frames inside that you can open up and then demonstrate oh. like here are our options for mats and this is our ornate real, like i really should have come down here with a leather briefcase full I of just, you know that opportunity was there these are, these are these are our best hooks ma'am yeah and then you can install right there you know you're good to go i don't know it's oh yeah They'd, I could totally, I could do framing door to door. Be like, hey, uh, you know, do you, do you is, have anything in your desk drawer that hasn't been framed yet? Wow, I mean, what a business model, right? Because I've mm-hmm. been, I've personally had it where I'm like, man, I have this drawing, I want framed now, and could totally yeah. use somebody, some stranger showing up at my door trying to sell me a frame. And I, I'm actually being sincere right now. I do think that yeah. genuinely would be crazy, but like you could call it unhinged frames. Oh, yeah, because you hinge artwork. I don't know, but I just like I just <laughs> you hinge part of you it hinge is, you hinge mount artwork in yeah. the mat. I mean, board? a frame can have a hinge in a way, right? What is what is a hinge but something to lean on? Well, I mean, if you're going door to door, could it be like around the corner framing? Ooh, that's nice. That's a good one. Wow. I feel like we come up with a lot of... Yeah, we have a lot of really good uh, business ideas. I mean, I feel like you would love yeah. like those like uh, in, in New York or Miami where there's just like a guy, uh, you know, peddling uh, down the street, you know, asking if you want your <laughs> knives sharpened. Is that a thing? Is that real? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, mean, I, I like actually a, do need my knife sharpened. Yes, I will yeah, take yeah, that yeah, up there's, on that. There's, like, there, there's the knife fan. Go go get your knife <laughs> sharpened. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> so not safe, but like... I don't know. Is you that sort of you? You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to <laughs> have fun with that. Like, imagine buying a white panel van. You get a big decal yeah. on the side of like maybe like kind of a, a cartoony gloved hand holding a mm. knife. And it is kind of like, funny. Yeah, yeah. You know the knives out. Oh, knives out. The um the slasher, the Freddy Cruiser. Oh, that's it. That's a nice one. That's the really Freddy good. Freddy Cruiser. Um, yeah. Wow. I. Oh wait, no. He he kind of. Would you call his his weapon a knife? He's got hand knives, right? Finger knives. Hand knives. I mean, yeah. it's, I guess it's not identical, but we can't all be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm in what I will call Purgatory, Florida. God's waiting room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, isn't that what they call Florida? Isn't that like an also a joke to that? Yes, yeah. because there's a lot, a lot of retirees. People. Yeah. But there's also just this weird um I and I I say this with love to any of our listeners that may live in Naples or Fort Myers, but uh there is just something very limbo uh neither here nor there mm. about the everything between Sarasota and Miami. If you're on the Tamiami <sighs> trail, like that, that expanse of McMansion subdivisions, golf courses and strip malls that have faux Spanish architecture surrounded by giant parking lots. Like there's just something not quite right about this place that mm. there's, there's just all these new buildings with a mile of parking lot between all of them, you know? Yeah. That's but an, it's like, yeah, but there, hmm. but there's still like kind of like bugs and birds everywhere. Cause it's still kind of new. And like, right. you know, it, it was a, it was a swamp 10 years ago and now they're trying to pretend it's a, it's a quaint, uh, villa. Yeah. Until it sinks into the, to the earth once again mm-hmm. and the, the alligators yeah. take over. Yeah, no, there's just there's something there's something strange about this about mm. this this part of Florida that's that's even different from the strangeness of other parts of Florida. It's a I, it's I an interesting that. place yeah, to be to really be weird. on a to be on a trip by yourself. Yeah, it too. sounds very like it sounds like a Stephen King novel a little bit. Mm. Like you, you're in the setup stage right now, so you might want to like right. leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, who, I don't know who this Stephen King of Florida is. Would that be like Carl Hyacin? I don't know any of these people. So Tim Tim Dorsey. Yeah, I don't know. These are like I the know. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> this, <laughs> oh. this joke is lost on me. I apologize. Uh, um, the Florida listeners know who I'm talking about. Yeah. The the the, Hi- the Hyacin heads out there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess in a way, discussing about liminal Florida is a nice segue mm. into discussing like liminal liminal movie spaces like Hallmark. Ah, because yes. we're in that we're in that time of year, and you know this is going to be pretty casual at the museum mm-hmm. here. Uh, so yeah. you know, since we're wrapping up New Year's, the holidays are here, uh, yeah. and with that 
comes some bizarre traditions like watching very weird Christmas movies. And I know we have uh-huh. enjoyed we have enjoyed quite a few here at the Uncanny County Museum from oh, starting yeah. with uh, Kirk Cameron's Saving, Saving Christmas. Christmas, Saving Private Christmas, my all time favorite <laughs> uh, war movie, yeah. which I still just is such an interesting decision of a film yeah um and and we we did we did black easter we did black easter which i guess was technically about the death of christ but yeah full circle full circle Ooh, yes (laughs) in a way yes yes. uh and now like we just kind of wanted to get in to just talk a little bit about you know the weirdest christmas movies we've seen why they Mm -hmm. even exist in the first place and like what you know, because at least I think the thing that's on my mind is how mm-hmm. how how much of these are AI generated at this point for the Hallmark <laughs> Channel. Because you know, I know they say like horror movies are the cheapest movies to make with the best like results in terms of profit, but I'm willing mm-hmm. to bet there's something to making Christmas movies because there are a lot of them. In effect, I think there are too many to to physically be able to watch mm-hmm. in a lifetime. There are too many, but they're all simultaneously the same. So yeah. I've just found that very interesting. I mean, but isn't that sort of the conundrum with a lot of, I mean, I, a lot of these I'm assuming are not necessarily like Christ back in Christmas, Christmas movies. Well, okay. Like, uh, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't want to disturb your thought. But, but like, I, I do think at least for a while there was an idea of like, um, you know, th- there were there were different ways to frame Christmas. Mm. There's there's more classic, you know, ways yeah. of framing framing Christian values and using that to to question conundrums of modernity. You, you know, you've got your uh, 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 it's a wonderful life, you know, yeah, uh, and and stuff that's that's a little bit more uh, provoking. And I also feel like maybe now that the the mid-budget comedy has died, there's also some nostalgia for when yeah. there used to be uh, just a star-studded, uh, light-ish Christmas mu- uh, movie mm. at the end of the year, you know, like, uh, you know, just, just some some... Two two pretty people fall in love uh, during Christmas or something, right? I I feel like there's categories, and, and that, yeah, and and that that movie doesn't really exist anymore, and now it it really is just the lowest bottom of the it, barrel. It, yeah, they're not lighthearted. Yeah. It's mostly like it, it's like every trope imaginable is thrown into that. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess it's because you have like yeah. your your like. There's a proper word for this, but I don't remember. But it's like the Charles Dickens universe of Christmas movies. It's like you have that where it's right. like Victorian, old timey kind, like literally old timey. But, but but again, uh, a, a Christmas Carol though yeah. that's a that's a you know satire of you know yeah. the selfishness of the upper class. You yeah, worked worked into a a meaningful message of of christmas and 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 generosity right yeah i think that's one of the like only good stories like that that exists where it's like actually the medium is through the message like you know what i mean like where it's like yeah you can use this holiday as a way to express this idea 
and it still continues to be made every almost every other year to this day which i think that's the that's the thing it's like you got to keep coming up with new ones every year yeah and and it's a it's it's a little more difficult to do that maybe than halloween movies it is a little bit more difficult yeah and and i I did watch one recently though that kind of threw me for Mm. a loop which i saw like violent night that came out last year with david Mm. harbour in it from stranger things as santa okay which was just kind of like because I really, I, I'm going to be real here. I'm a real, uh, you know, Grinch or Scrooge. I just don't really like, I just don't <laughs> like Christmas movies. I mean, I like some. Really? I like some. What, 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 what is a Christmas movie that has a place in your heart? In, in your, your three sizes, too small heart? I mean, I actually do like the Grinch, but like. The, the, the animated or. Specifically or Ron, Ron Howard. I like Ron Howard. You, you specifically I mean, like Ron Howard's The Grinch. But like I do because we watch it every like, year with my family. So it's just something that I've just been like conditioned to enjoy. And great, gr- of the Dr. Seuss movies, I think, c- can we all agree that that one is, that's the that's the A tier of the Dr. Seuss movies, right? I would say so. I think so. Unless, yeah. what's S tier though? Um... Maybe like the old animated. Oh, versions. all right. You know what? Word. That's fair. Because then, like, yeah, what do you place? Cat are, are in the Hat. F- on I don't that? know if they're feature length. Cat in the Hat <laughs> is because it's unhinged. I would. That I is. would be so interested to rewatch it oh, now. Okay. Oh my god. So, uh, side note. Um, I I was at an art opening that my uh, my lovely girlfriend uh, Allison Hilgert mm. was in the Dolly Dozen at the Dolly Museum, and. One of the painters next to her had this painting and it looked so familiar and I couldn't figure out what exactly it was. It was just like this kind of fisheye view of a a woman wearing glasses with purple hair. And then I realized it's the babysitter looking through the peephole uh, in Cat in the Hat. That's insane. In, in, In Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat. Does that pass the fan art test? Because it's so it's, far removed, it, it's it's random enough, and there was <laughs> nothing else. There was all the other. Oh, there was so none funny. of the other paintings, as far as I could tell, were scenes from movies. That is funny. Uh, that is very good. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So like. But, but what what's what's a what, what's a what's a Christmas movie that you is it is it just the Grinch? No, I don't know. I mean, like I liked I like you know Elf's fun. Uh, Elf's fun. It's fun, you know, because it like works as a movie. And I like uh, uh, also also kind of an underdog movie, you think, know. It like yeah, didn't, didn't yeah. cost a lot to make. It kind of it they they thought it was gonna flop. Yeah, and it's still going pretty strong. I think that also like pushed John Favreau's like career very far, as well as some of those other actors. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. so good good movie. I liked uh, Christmas Vacation's fine. You know, it's all right. It's just the chaos always is slightly entertaining. Are we? But are, we I, are we? Maybe. Are are we maybe a little young, maybe, for that to be like the Christmas comedy? Probably, because yeah. like that's more older generation style. Because ours yeah. is like Elf, like two thousands based movies, which like I just yeah. don't like. I don't really like the Santa Claus. I love Judge I, Judge Reinhold because he's hilarious, but like I just don't <laughs> love those movies. Like they just slowly but surely freaked me out as they progressed. But I, I, but but is that is that? Do you think any of that is colored by uh, a our perception of Tim Allen? 
as time has gone on. I don't think so. I just because, because you don't think so. You no, you, like, you always I, knew they were bad. Well, no. Okay, hold on. So let's let's go back. <laughs> we'll dive into some lore. I was like okay. obsessed with Christmas movies. I think for like two years in a row when I was little. Really? Yeah, I was like really into it. I don't know why. I think uh-huh. I was just so fascinated by the culture and like I was just somebody who was like watching Christmas movies out of season. And then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. I was like done. I think I burnt myself out at a young age, and then I've just not cared for them anymore. But like, mm. like the the Santa Claus one, like fine, you know, it's classic, whatever. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus two yeah. is a little wild. Is that the one where there's a dictator? I think that's the one where there's a dictator, a toy dictator. And then Santa Claus, yes, Santa Claus three, yes. like freaked me out. Like oh, with Martin Short, that movie freaked me out. I did not like it. I feel like it was like mm. cursed. And after that, I was like done. I was just not interested in them anymore. And like Tim Allen, like I just don't really like. I never really liked Tim Allen before I found out how like he is as a person. You know? So, yeah. Home Improvement never grabbed me. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, my parents did, like found it funny. I don't know. He's he was just he had such a weird niche in his career for a bit, and. I could see why it, he gravitated, like why he was um, the the grab for Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like at that time. But yeah, um, you know, he ooh. he was he was the the goofy dad on a very successful sitcom. You know, yeah. And it, but but okay, but but here's the thing. I feel like the things that we're all talking about are ostensibly all comedies, right? Like, right. Christmas comedies and romantic comedies are are usually the thing that stick with us i mean there's the more serious ones right but the the is is this again because we were in all of this stuff makes an impression on us when we're pretty young like i don't know if if you try to make like a serious christmas movie you're either like you know trying to again put the christ back in christmas you know and you're like you're like uh, Mel Gibson that oh like wants God, to yeah. make like the. I'm I'm sure Mel Gibson has has a script lying around for like uh you know Saint Nicholas like you know uh with with a with a mace you know going just just going ham on some heretics. Uh, Jesus, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I mean, yeah, um, actually. But it, but it's it's kind of you know it it's uh it it asks a little bit of a suspension of disbelief usually for us you know cu- culturally you know well, like it's, it's yeah it, it it's always kind of odd too because like there has to be in every single almost every single Christmas movie there has to be like a flying sleigh at some point to like yeah, reinforce yeah, that, that Santa does exist yeah which could also just be because of like children. And we need to right. like acknowledge that, I guess. But um, it's just fascinating to me. But then, the, like again, it's like it's like multiple avenues. You either have this like yeah. these 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 ideas of like kindness and generosity and giving, and I think those are all great. And then you have the opposite end of that by the extreme of like the more um, consumption, like consuming, you know, mm. the kind of capitalist consumerist ideas around Christmas and all of that. And then you have like right. the Christian values of them. Which... But but are there are there movies that advocate that? Because at least well, on yeah, the surface, I, they they always they always advocate for like family or something. You I know? guess uh, yeah. I don't know if there's like a movie that would just be like, yes, this is great. I just feel like it's always in the subplot of things because it feels mm-hmm. a little like because the idea of it of Christmas has now gone retail. 
You know mm. what I mean? That it's just baked. It, I'm using a lot of puns, but it is baked in <laughs> to the idea a little bit on certain films. I think it's more in the like rom com, like Santa is a real, you know, Santa's just a guy who's going through things. And like, yeah. it's just always kind of like in there. And yeah. I'm not saying it's like a bad thing or anything like that. It's just sort of fascinating to me of how it gets shown. But I will, I will say, I prefer the fun you know, consumer holiday lore than the ultra religious one where people are like adamant that it's all gotta be about Jesus, no matter what. And that's that's where that's where saving Christmas was kind of weird, right? Because it yeah. <laughs> was a Christian movie in every way where it really wants to assert Christian values, but at the same time, it really wanted to um, shoehorn in the uh, American consumer element of it, which was what was so remarkably weird about it. And like, yeah, there's there's like. Like, I don't know, like, were you a fan of the Polar Express? like the polar express i like trains so yeah that kind of worked for me <laughs> true, true. <laughs> that worked for me yeah. i want to be on a steam engine you know <laughs> so i'm into that yeah you're you're gonna be the nerdy kid that knows what kind of steam engine it is no i'm not that niche into trains i just like that it's like this old kind of thing and it's like ooh, you know this is actually yeah. maybe i don't know to be yeah. honest I'm... i mean but that that's that's also a, a movie that also like really hammers home the idea that only And I know there's more to it than this, but it really like hammers home the uh, a a nostalgic idea that, you know, when we're younger, we believe and, you know, we have to we have to hold on to to our innocence and our wonder and like. And I mean, I even like I, I kind of do appreciate that even if he's on the Polar Express and all this stuff is happening, you know, he can't hear the sleigh bells, you know, he's still like can't mm-hmm. give in to believing in that and you know it, it's i i think that's when it can be interesting when you know santa claus becomes a metaphor for you know your yeah. your your social awakening your awakening yeah. to seeing seeing the world is you know uh not necessarily a, a just place where you know some immortal being distributes presents to the good girls and boys. I also kind of wonder if like in our semi more multiculturally conscious world, kids might have more questions about like, wait, so does Santa deliver presents to every kid, every good boy and girl on earth? Yes. What about the ones that aren't Christian? What about the ones where it isn't winter in that part of the world? What about, you know, yeah, it, uh, it it raises uh it it raises i guess questions and i know like there's there's plenty of uh you know industrialized nations all over the world that aren't necessarily christian that have like adopted american christian iconography i know it's like popular in like japan and some parts of china but like yeah it's uh it still is like um i feel like as a kid you would I have no idea what it's like to be very young nowadays, but I do wonder if do you do you have more of those questions at a younger age? Like, I don't uh, know. you know, that is a good point. Like, yeah, like do 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 oh, uh, like I mean, even think about like you know back uh, 
you know, back when like, you know, they used to do uh, like charity songs and stuff like, do they know mm. it's Christmas? You know, the, the, the yeah. George Harrison thing for Bangladesh and everything. And it's like, well, I'm not sure if they're celebrating Christmas in Bangladesh. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, it, at least not in most of it. Right. But it, the, the 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 whole idea of it being like this this universal uh um positive almost secular movement for generosity i i think that's kind of ebbed away a little bit in in terms of i don't know i do we do we think of christmas as as uh, that much of a universal thing or are we too globally aware now and i i and you have question. to answer that question now Oh wow. Uh okay. <laughs> well, uh like, what, like did I don't know. Do you know any like anyone like with small children? Is that a yeah. is that a thing? Of like them questioning Yeah. The, I mean, I guess the people I know are like they're like really small, so they're not really thinking mm-hmm. too much about it. But uh mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems pretty similar, but I think the difference is now like the internet exists. So if you're keeping your children off the internet, then you're probably fine. But like I do question how like it works with like iPad children or like those mm-hmm. who are raised on screens, which are kind of old now, which is actually crazy. Does safe but, um, does safe search like for your kids like does that block? You that's know, gotta your, your be a child thing. googling if Santa Claus exists. Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's that that might be a feature, but at the same time, they have you know if they're curious, I guess it's like their decision. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like I guess it's it's sort of. I feel like things have changed a little bit with that where it's like, and not to be mm-hmm. like weird and be like, ah, oh, back in the day it meant something different. Like, but I, I do think there's a little bit of that at play where like now it just feels like, how do I explain this? It's kind of like when Disney has to reinvent their movies that were like classics as animation, they have to redo it in a live action package and re-edit it, which I think there is like a deeper thing legally to this, but like just, at the end of the day, it feels like a nostalgic cash grab where it's like you're trying to pivot to a younger audience and then also appease an older audience so you can get both of those revenue streams. And I yeah, have a feeling that's what, that that's why they, they always like do weird, unnecessary plot changes yes. to try and to try and answer, you know, questions that you know smart asses on reddit would post you know 10 years ago exactly so it just feels like but it just feels like odd like none of it has that charm anymore it doesn't have that same thing and i don't think it's because we're older i think it's just because it's obvious and i feel like that's the thing with a lot of christmas movies or a lot of like holiday time like everything gets pushed back you know people that work in retail know that it's like it's christmas in october essentially and then that kind of spoils a little bit of the idea of generosity and then we have to like go crazy over getting gifts on time and getting the right set and the mm-hmm. Christmas cups and whatever. Like, I feel like a lot of it gets spoiled by this idea of like righteousness and mm. what is the appropriate way to like do things. And then also it's like when people got weird about like, not just saying happy holidays, like this idea that the Christmas is like, it's, and, and, and I do think like there's some, there's a case to be made about it being like a neutral holiday, but because like Christians are the one that mm-hmm. usually push that the most, it got weird. In the sense of like where yeah. you're saying Merry Christmas feels like assertive in a way. Um, not that I'm an advocate yeah. for this. I, I say happy holidays yeah. personally, well, but it's just like I, I think I think just they they really like the idea that 
that they might offend someone, even though I think most people don't care. Yeah. What is it? it okay. But like, what if you just started saying happy Hanukkah to everybody? Like in a sense, like I, I feel like, will that offend them? Like the, the Christians. Yeah. This is. I guess it's just that I do think, um, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, you know me, I'm not, I'm not particularly, uh, I'm, I'm not, a. am not going to temple regularly or mm-hmm. anything. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, there's that little thing of like, yeah, Hanukkah's fun and it's one of the more lighthearted holidays and yeah, whatever it, it, it's basically turned into, uh, not Christmas, but I do feel like it, 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 the, the idea of doing that, I feel like would further the idea of Christmas is Jewish or sorry, that Hanukkah is Jewish Christmas. You know, I get you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That When makes it's sense. when in reality, it's a minor holiday that in America mm. we've overinflated because it's proximate to Christmas and it's technically a gift giving holiday, you know, hmm. and there's lights and it's at night and it's fun and there's yeah. you know chocolate and, and stuff and it's whatever, you know, I there's would dreidels. if I. Yeah, no, I, like I, mean, a good, I, I like a good top. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, but you know, I it's uh, it's it's I'm and I'm not the first to say this, but it's not a major holiday. Mm. You know, it's I get you. Uh, at at least historically, um, but it's the one that most everyone knows, and ah. I and I just. Uh, I, I appreciate people wishing me happy Hanukkah. I appreciate people saying happy holidays, but I, you know, I also like have a, you know, mixed faith family and also like, you know, it's also, it, it's, it's, it's ramp up to Christmas. It's like, it's, it's basically our, it's basically, it's our advent calendar. You know, if you've got <laughs> it's your a pregame, it, your holiday it, pregame. It, let, let me know out there. If you also have a mixed faith family, does Hanukkah just become, uh, your, your advent calendar ramp up to Christmas or kind of your, or if it's if it's a late in the year uh, Hanukkah, like does it become your like Boxing Day? Like mm. that's when we just you know give each other socks and uh, you know boxed chocolate or whatever. Gotcha. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I I hadn't known that, and it's like it's I um I don't know. I I guess I just find it kind of interesting in that way too of like the different the different winter different winter festivals or winter holidays that yeah. some have religious connotations, some don't. And of course this depends on like somebody's faith because there's nothing, there's nothing inherently mm-hmm. wrong with that. Right. Like if, no. if like I, I tease, of course, in terms of also yes. Christians or any, anybody who's like hardcore into yeah. anything like that against yeah. other people. But it's like, I, I, I think that those sort of 1930s, 40s like or even earlier like the dickens kind of themed christmas like there's something to that aesthetic that Mm -hmm. feels very still kind of relevant i feel like and still like that was something that has like a charm and then now we get some crazy you know themed movies that i feel like are i don't know they just don't have that type of feel to them anymore and is it is it our is it our work schedule? I, I'll let you continue. I'm just like I'm just like no, no, I feel it's... like also like nothing. Things were supposed to slow down in the winter. 
I feel yeah, like that now they was ramped up. That was the thing that like everyone like, you know, kind of agreed on. And now I kind of almost like the days between I like the days between Christmas and New Year's because no one expects anything of anyone. And it's that's kind nice. of all I that's all I want of a winter of a winter festival. You yeah. know, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever uh, culture is is producing it that we just yeah. we just need we need a we need a week to recoup at least. You know, at <laughs> yes. The end of the year. I, I like that. And I, I subscribe to this as well. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I think that that makes a lot of sense with it, and I I guess with this though too, as we're kind of winding down a little bit on our discussion, mm-hmm. I have a uh, new game to bring to the museum here for you, and I have a question Ooh. though, Zan. Are you ready to play Hallmark or Ballpark? Oh boy, I am ready to play ballpark. Okay, so nice. Here, here's what I'm thinking for this. We're gonna move a little improv on our feet here. I have some um, synopsis of movies written here, and I want mm-hmm. you to guess whether or not it's a Christmas movie. So, saying if you, you know, I'll, oh. I'll read you the synopsis, and you tell me is this a Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie, and then I'll tell you what the movie is. Okay, okay. Are you ready to play? How you feeling? This, this, I really, I really like this concept. Oh uh, boy, I, I feel, I feel so jolly right now. Nice. All right. Here's our first one. I got quite a few here. After leaving London, Abby connects with an anonymous caller while working at a cooking hotline. The caller is single dad John, who Abby unknowingly has become smitten with in real life. Huh. Um. This sounds like Thanksgiving, mm. but I'm I'm going to say this is a Christmas movie. You are correct. Yes, this is wow. called What's Ho- the movie? Holiday Hotline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that conjures a very different. Uh, yes. Yeah. Some yeah. of these are insane. I want to make that very clear. It is the most AI generated mm. like craziness um but these all right. are all real these are all real they're on imdb okay. list oh, I, so i have oh, i did okay. some research all right okay here's okay. our second Next. one after the crew becomes sick with food poisoning a neurotic ex-fighter pilot must land a commercial airplane airplane full of passengers safely what <laughs> I, again what yeah this You're, this uh I'm going to say not a Christmas movie. Not that is correct. This is a uh, airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be the the flight by uh, the Denzel Washington movie. <laughs> oh, that would have been so funny. I know I was like of, I guess I it was like he's an alcoholic, That's yeah, kind of neurotic. Some of these are purposely vague, but like I didn't change anything. This is directly from IMDb. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is what is what is synopsis of I know. airplane. I know, right? Um all right. So here's our next one. An eight-year-old troublemaker mistakenly left home alone must defend his home against a pair of burglars on Christmas Eve. Okay, that's yeah. that's a Christmas movie. That's that's home alone. You got it. Gotta throw some okay. of them in there that are clear. Yeah, yeah. And these I, I'm also putting it out now. These these are the warm-ups, let's say. Yes, yes. All right. 
Two newly paired cops who are complete opposites must put aside their differences in order to catch a gang of drug smugglers. Huh. Um... This sounds like Lethal Weapon. It is Lethal Weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I'm trying to remember, does Christmas ever factor into Lethal Weapon? Is I think it that's like Die Hard. Those, yeah, is it is it like Die Hard, where it's kind of a sleeper Christmas movie? I don't think so. I'm going to say not a Christmas movie. I mean, I, yeah, not is, a, that's it's correct. Def, <laughs> it's definitely the only uh, Christmas movie I've seen with electroshock torture. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Here's the next one. Okay. Violinist Beth returns home after the recent death of her mother and tutors the daughter of a reclusive country music star to prepare her for the upcoming holiday concert. Okay, I don't know what movie this is, but I'm gonna say Christmas. Yes, it's called a Christmas, or it's called Christmas in My Heart. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, is this? I've is never this heard like of this. Actual, this is, is a this real movies. movie. Or is, these these is, are, is, is well, they're like Hallmark I'm, movies. Okay. Yeah, okay, a lot of these that, are like budget movies. Um, yeah, you know, Al- Allison, of course, works for HSN. Um, HSN had a tremendously successful campaign last year where they released a movie just about hot chocolate so that they could sell <laughs> hot chocolate. That's insane. And apparently it worked very well. It was the most successful thing they've done in years. That's insane. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Okay. A college professor connects with a guide dog trainer after losing his eyesight and adopting a seeing eye dog. Oh, um, uh, I'll s- Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's called my Christmas oh. guide. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's rough. I was, Oh, Okay, I, I hate that. I hate that I'm doing. So you're doing well very well. You're doing very well. All right, so here's our next one. Molly meets Josh, a widower who recently moved to town with his young son. At the same time, she is tried by a mysterious client of her bakery, whom she's never met in person. In the end, he was the one and the same man. <laughs> that, so wait, you're telling me single father <laughs> bakery? Mm-hmm. And uh, mistaken identity. This has to be a Christmas. Movie. <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. It's called Deliver by Christmas. <laughs> you know, I, I think I also Some... mentioned like when I when I used to work at the bookstore, just the very blatantly obvious <laughs> female fantasies that are yeah that are like in a lot of romance novels. I'll never forget one that was just like the single mom and the wounded soldier. Like, I was mm. like, okay, everyone knows what they're getting in this book. Yep, yep, exactly. All right. Over the course of several years, two convicts form a friendship seeking consolation and eventually redemption through basic compassion. Huh. Um. I'm. I. Is. I. I don't know if. 
I'm gonna. Is this the Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so good at just being like that. Sounds like this movie. No, I am picking very and, obvious and, ones to be fair. But yeah. And again, I'm I'm going to say not, not a Christmas the, movie. Correct. Not a Christmas movie. Unless there's something I'm forgetting. I am like it. it is not a Christmas movie. Did there he are some sneak out of, did in he, there? I mean, there's there's the part where he sneaks out, you know, with the shiny shoes. He, I guess, he could have been dressing up as Santa Claus with the, the <laughs> shiny black boots. Oh, there's probably like a knockoff version and, of this. And also, Andy Dufresne was Santa Claus. Claus. There the you whole go. Time. And the sleigh comes over the top at the end of the movie. <laughs> um, all right, here's here's another one though. Okay. Interior designer Haley sets out to surprise her mother, Patricia, with an unexpected gift related to the extended family for which she has long yearned. Christmas movie. Yes. This is called Long Lost Christmas. Oh, my God. These titles progressively will make no sense. (laughs) A young couple must navigate a blossoming romance amidst a war between their families, competing pizza restaurants. Hmm. Uh, not a Christmas movie. Oh, nice! Not a Christmas movie. This is Little Italy with Hayden Christensen. It's a not good. Oh movie. Oh my God! This is that movie. <laughs> this is that movie? Yes. Oh my God! Oh, you know what I will say about this is that the way that all of these are described, they I could very well see how they would fit into. Like you could imagine. Yeah the Christmas version, the sappy Christmas version of the Shawshank Redemption. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what that's how this is going. Um what has has there ever been a pizza based Christmas movie? I don't know. Huh. That's okay. a good point. We'll continue. All right. These are gonna progress I I, I have a few more and these will get more unhinged. Mm-hmm. So Okay, okay. The Coluccia siblings try to recreate their late <laughs> grandmother's legendary pasta sauce in an effort to jog the memory of their grandfather, who is struggling with dementia. Oh my God! What <laughs> the is is this like the a, a very special Sopranos Christmas Carol? Like, uh, I want to say I want to say Christmas movie. Wow! Yeah. Uh, it is. It is a Christmas movie, and it is called Our Italian Christmas Memories. <laughs> <laughs> Are there? D- does Italy have a market for Christmas movies? I like, do like, they? I think they do old ones. That seems. But more... like, but like, do they like? Santa Claus stuff, or are they like? Ew, that's that's northern stuff. That's that's German stuff. I think they. Well, they do Babbo Natale, so I feel uh. like they are kind of into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. All right. Here's another one. Erica is a rancher who has spent her whole life working the family farm with her mother and sister. When Aaron arrives and disrupts her plans, she starts to question, what is it she actually wants? I mean, if this isn't a Hallmark Christmas movie, <laughs> I literally don't know what is. It is a Hallmark movie. It is a Maple Valley Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course so... you live in Maple Valley. Know, it's never like it, it's it's never, you know, like like you know in in Bozeman there literally was a road called Dead Man's Gulch. Oh, of course there was. Of like, course. like it's never it's never it and I'm pretty sure there was a ranch out there. It's never, you know, Dead Man's Gulch 
Christmas. Right, right. <laughs> oh god. It's never it's, it's never Sacagawea Peak. Yeah. It's never Sacagawea Peak Christmas. No, it's gotta be something hallmarky. Yeah. Two two <laughs> two young uh Californians <laughs> yes. uh go to school in, in Bozeman, Montana and get trapped hiking sack in a snowstorm. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Um all right. Speaking of California, though, two brothers in 1910s California struggled to retain their strict Bible-toning father's favor as an old secret about their long-absent mother comes to light. Huh. This sounds like it could be an actual movie. Like, like not just a Hallmark movie. I'm going to say not a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas movie. This is, in fact, East oh. of Eden. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, two music managers must put their history aside to oversee the televised reunion performances of their rock star fathers with a fractured past. Huh. Uh. Not a Christmas movie. It is, in fact. A Christmas movie. Oh, oh I finally is, got one. We got one. Rough, we got him, boys. It is a uh, one December night. So, oh my god! Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Anyone of note? Like, uh, is is there like a is there like a random cameo in there or something? Or? I am like pretty sure this is a Hallmark movie. Let okay. Me, let me return here on my list. We got. Uh, I have never seen any of these people in my life. So, yeah, <laughs> but it has a seven out of 10 and it's from 2021. So it's on Amazon Prime. You know, I feel like we were talking about not too long ago that there was just a period of time where like aging rock stars really wanted to cameo in like network television. Like, yeah, that is true. Like, it, like there was something we were talking about with Gene Simmons and it reminded me like, and I haven't thought about this in years. Did you ever watch the show Bones? Not like enough. Yeah, like I've never really seen a full episode. You know what I mean? They definitely have a formula to them. Ah. But one of the characters, Angela, in the show, like it's only ever brought up. I want to say like three times in the whole series. But her dad in the show canonically is Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. (laughs) That's kind of wild, actually. (laughs) Ha! Canon event, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's let's do. All right, I'll do one more here. Okay. A young chef from the fine dining world returns to Chicago to run his family's sandwich shop. Huh. Okay, returning home, check. (laughs) Moving to the Midwest, check. Family-owned business, check. (laughs) I want to say Christmas movie. This is, in fact, not a Christmas movie. And techni- oh. technically, technically, this is a show, but I put it in here because this was a good trick question. Uh, this is the plot to The Bear. Oh, damn it. I, <laughs> I should have known that. No, it's I okay. It's, it's Hey, I got to start changing it up. Some of them are too, too straightforward because I'll, I will say <laughs> on a lot of these, they are, all have holiday or Christmas in it. So I had to kind of nitpick a little bit on ones that weren't <laughs> right, as that. Right. But thank you for playing Hallmark or Ballpark. It seems that wow, you stayed in field. You. So thank you. Yeah, I think that was a pretty good, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't successful. normally get to play the game. No, yeah. you, you're usually the game master, and I'm the player, so mm. this was fun to reverse it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think I think in seeing the, 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 the formulas that we expect from these things, I, you know, they it's not that difficult to, like, dig and see that there's always sort of, like, it's very easy to sort of, write a, con- so, a socially conservative or honestly just politically conservative narrative over that sort of idea of, you know, going to a small town and like, you know, trying to, you know, trying to 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 work against your jaded views of the city. <laughs> it's uh it's not um you know, I I think we we might have gotten a little too uh we we might evaluate things a little bit too much to have that sort of stuff in mainstream movies anymore i think if we whenever we do it's usually like kind of meta and it's you know meant to be like silly right uh yeah i mean like i i I feel like we're making fun of a movie that doesn't get made that often anymore like that it these these ones like where it's like woman from city who has big job Mm -hmm. come home and meet guy who has small job but also is happy and she's unhappy and then they fall in love because happiness is true and christmas spirit is real but i feel like no one i I feel like no one's made like a big bud a medium budget a medium budget version with you know uh with you know a few a, a few you know uh, recognizable names i, I mean like vanessa we, hudgens we was in we, one recently recently well it was like the prince the oh they have stupid names it's like the prince and something and it's like about her and it, she's like a twin or something and then like one of them's royalty and they like swap places i think it's like literally called the christmas switch or something very strange uh. I'm looking that up. I think huh. that, I think that's what it's called, but it's not like it's not exactly that Hallmark formula. But it it is like like Netflix makes a lot of like Christmas movies, and I think it's just because mm. like people watch them. I guess so. I'm looking this huh. up because I need to know. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, like it is like I don't know if we're gonna get. Um, that's funny. I got the Christian switch up, which is not <laughs> not what we're looking for here on my phone as I talk about this. The Christian uh, switch up. It is called. Nope. Is that, this no, is, is not that... it. This isn't what I was talking about. Never mind. But um, yeah, the Christian <laughs> switch up is when you accidentally realize you've been uh, preaching the wrong thing the whole time. Oh, whoops. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, but no. What a, I... what a big whoopsie. Exactly. <laughs> big whoops. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know if we'll get another budget movie like that again. And maybe we don't need one because now it seems like it's like, yeah. like when I was watching Violent Night, it's like you want the funny sort of like re- the, the violent Santa Claus or like the, yeah. the drinking Santa Claus, like something kind of like opposite. But then yeah. like, you know, we always got to kind of tie a moral back in or whatever. And like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just like. I want a Christmas movie that almost like subverts all of its plot. That's like, mm-hmm. I guess I want another Die Hard, where it's huh. like it is technically a Christmas movie. It is. It takes place during Christmas, yeah. but like it's not really a Christmas movie. But like I want something mm-hmm. like purposeful in the sense that it like it understands that it's using the medium. Like I guess like a Christmas Carol, but like can we just avoid the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future? Like can we do something different with that? 
Like, I don't know, yeah. like just something, something I else, mean, you know, at least at least Scrooged with Bill Murray, you know, that has nipples in it. You know, if you're mm. if if you're uh, looking for that. And I, I mean, I did I, I did enjoy that movie. You know, I haven't seen it in, in a while, but I don't think I've seen it like but but yeah, I mean, but it's it's basically a Christmas carol, but uh, he's a he's a television producer. Oh, OK. Um, Yeah. And uh, he like, you know, he. It's also interesting, too, because, hmm, if we can get meta for a second. Ooh, let's. I think we're also, I think it's like one of those movies that was, I think, a little, it was sort of in a similar vein to The Cable Guy, but maybe not as dark as The Cable Guy, because it, you know, kind of has a pretty straightforward, happy ending and everything. But it was one of those movies that was trying to comment on the type of person that consumes so much media that they conflate who they are with the media that they consume. Uh. And maybe in an era of television that didn't that seemed a little more far fetched, but definitely now it seems pretty relevant. And I, I, you know, I, I think about like how much stuff I have been told is is meaningful about the holidays and meaningful about like time with your family. But all of that is communicated to me uh, from fictional people having right. revelations about the importance of giving and generosity and putting aside materialism. And meanwhile, like, you know, again, not to not to get dark when we're talking about something kind of silly. You know, my my parents who have been divorced for 15 years, 15 plus years, I think we still can't like figure out what we're doing for the holidays every year. It's literally up in the air every December Ah. what we're doing and how who's seeing who at what time, who can't be there at what time, like. And and you know that's that's real life. That's not the the fantasy. That's not the the uh, you know the comfort food mm. uh, that is holiday movies. And I'm not going to yuck anyone's yums if they if they like you know just a warm blanket of a movie because uh, that's that there, there's there's uh, a purpose to those things too. But I think that there's uh, I don't know there's there's also something about the holiday season that is so tied that is now tied to so much marketing and so much commercialism that I guess I'm just a little lost in the sauce as to what Mm. actually holds any meaning for me because I, I cannot separate stress and planning and coordinating and I can't separate that from the holidays, you know, Oh, I as, as, as an adult, right? Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I totally agree. I think it's very stressful. And if, especially if you have family that does not talk to each other, it makes it yeah. even harder. And it's, yeah. it's like, it's, it, then it's one of those things too, where like you're being shown this you're being shown this like this version of what christmas is supposed to be but like real life is it's not that like people aren't gonna magically get back together and they're not gonna magically like each other all of a sudden because christmas it's like no actually real life's more complicated and and sometimes sadder and that's just the reality of it and it's not like 
you know, we have to go and fix that. I don't know. It's more of just like it can it can kind of damage your perception of what to expect at that time and how to not maybe get mm-hmm. hurt more. I don't know if that makes mm. any sense, but like I guess that's just one of the things like for me that's always made me feel a little uncomfortable with in the we're in the mm. real deep talk now of this, but like I yes. think that like with some of the the Christmas movies, like there is a lot of those focuses there, but they kind of feel a little hollow because when you experience firsthand like how rough holidays can get or how like not Christmassy yeah. it can be, yeah. it's like oh I don't know if I really like this anymore. You know, like I don't know if this yeah. makes the most sense. And and for some people that's a very real reality, and you know, and some it's not. And it's yeah. Christmas has a different connotation or or any holiday, right? So mm-hmm. I I think that it it honestly comes into perspective and and the person's experience. But I think like when we watch movies especially or tv shows or anything that's like involved in a christmas episode um sorry as a weird side note technically the bear did have a christmas episode so i guess i don't know now how to count that i actually don't know how to count that anymore uh it it was very it actually has an episode that's describing exactly what i'm talking about in terms of the like the chaos of what it comes with but like um yeah like i just going back to the point i uh yeah i i think that it's what I maybe would find interesting to see mm-hmm. and maybe we don't need maybe we don't need to see it or maybe there's a way to subvert it so it's not so like clear in that way but like how do mm-hmm. we how do we how do we give and be generous and be kind to each other without the need to like sell that to us right you know right. that's well, that's may- the, my maybe, question maybe the maybe the answer is in the Star Wars holiday special we haven't talked about that. I'm surprised I didn't put that on my list. I was wondering, like, <laughs> what, what do you think in the Dune universe there's a Christmas? Like, do you think we'll ever get a Dune Christmas special? I mean, they've, hmm, in the Dune universe. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, this is like 10,000 plus years in the future. Does Santa become a god? Is, is Santa actually I mean, this, like, he's, mythological he's bo- figure? I mean, that's a great question. There's all of these remnants of our culture that survive. And but also like Christmas as we know it is also like um like I know there's like a lot of things that were incorporated into Christmas from previous cultures, but yeah. Christmas as like, you know, on the twenty-fifth of De- as a as a holiday on the twenty-fifth of December is pretty purely a christian holiday historically uh pretty sure yeah yeah um but uh i don't know i mean maybe maybe, maybe. santa i mean because because at this point santa claus is i definitely knew who santa claus was before i knew who jesus was yeah so and and in the dune the duneverse paul and mm-hmm. then later Leto have the ability to go all the way back in time from memory so there's potential. It's canon. I so want, Timothy I wonder... Chalamet could be, you know, he could be involved <laughs> in this. I don't know. I mean, he's already playing Willy Wonka. Do you think like when oh God, when so we're crazy. when we're old one day and, and Timothy Chalamet is maybe looks older than, you know, 20. Uh, do <laughs> well, you think we'll ever see a, a, a Timothy Chalamet play kind of a a weird hipster Jesus uh, a, like hippie Santa Claus? I know for a fact he would jump on that role. He would just mm. be like, give it to me. Let me be me. Because whenever he's like actually himself, it's insane. I feel like like mm. he's just such a yeah. odd, an odd, an odd man. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's either gonna be him or it's gonna be like Pete Davidson. Mm, you know, he's just gonna be like he's gonna be Long Island, uh, you know, or State Staten Island uh, <laughs> Santa, and they'll make a whole plot around that. And Seth Rogen will be there. And uh, yeah. I don't know some other some other maybe maybe uh, what's his name Eric Andre might show up at one point. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that'll come up one day. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know what the future uh, yeah. is for for Santa Claus. I, I guess it's it seemed like for a while, you know, Christmas was just going to become a secular holiday, and Santa Claus would be the the the. the 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 figure of it, but I don't know about now. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe in the in the year twenty twenty four, in the year of our of our Santa Savior twenty twenty four, maybe that'll be the time. <laughs> maybe that'll be it. You know, he'll he'll rise to deification. <laughs> what if what if you just restarted a whole religion it's, around Santa Claus? It's possible. Like, Religions just, just do come... start this way. I mean, there's there's so many mm-hmm. cults out there. So mm. it's it, it, so it, many. And this is arguably a big a one. San- Santa cult. Well. Santa cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anyways. Well, I'm, well, you know what, Joe? The JC that I want for Christmas is you. Aw. I appreciate yeah. that. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, I did. I, I was in a <laughs> diner this morning. Nice. And I saw these stockings of, uh, in the diner. And it was like, there was one that said Maria. And then next to it, it said Jesus. And I was like. That's kind of weird, you know. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, that that might be the names of people that work here." Ah, uh, yeah, Maria and Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Why in English do we not have uh, a, a version of Jesus that's like normal as an everyday name, but other languages have that? That's a really good question, actually. Yeah, could you be? It's like why? Why? Why are we like the only the only language that that's not like? Huh. That's not a thing you do. That's a really good point, actually. I don't know if they yeah. do that in Italian either, though. Do they? Do they not have a, a, a Jesus for? for I don't Italian? think they do je, like Jesus. Is it I, just I, Spanish? I think it might just be like no. Spanish. It's I don't. I'm gonna ask. I'll ask. I will report yeah. back when I find out. Oh, okay. Um, because All I don't right. actually yeah, know. Dan, Dan McClellan, if you're if you're yeah. out listening, yeah, <laughs> actually, be, feel free to correct. Yeah, anything. please get get on this. Yeah. Um, uh, well. Thank you to everyone from the Uncanny County Museum and apologies to the people of middle South Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, this has been a nice lighthearted, uh, but I, I think we still, you know, got deep in a few places. Uh, yeah. As the year winds down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, here, here at the Uncanny County Museum, we're, you know, going to be taking a break. We'll see you, of course, in the new year. We'll be back. We will be bringing you all that great history that you love. Um, and uh, maybe some, maybe we need to do another movie watch. We'll see how we For sure. We got some yeah. plans. There's definitely some ideas oh, in the yeah. work. So we're excited for 2024 and what to bring to you oh, all, yes. you know, coming back yes. at it. Uh, more yeah. games, more reviews, yes. more facts. So more, it'll be good. More facts with quotation marks around it, because yeah, I I feel, <laughs> I feel like we'll have to return to the Tampa Triangle. Oh, oh yes, oh yes, yes. Wonderful. Well, um, I guess that uh, we can uh, leave the Hall of Hallmark 
movies. Mm, that's a Hallmark good. Hall. Hallmark Thanks. Hall. Nice. Yes. And let's go to Stick It or Tickets. The last, the last <sighs> Stick It or Ticket of the Year. And you know, I gotta say, I like didn't I didn't find any this time. Oh there was just nothing. There was nothing great out on the road. It was either like oh. way too um political for this or like just like i don't know it's like it's like it's like you know like just like random advertising i guess my thing is also that like i've seen a lot of bumper stickers and i can't name them off of just like the specifics they're so Mm -hmm. small to read that i feel like it defeats the point of the bumper sticker (laughs) so that's been my my like gripe on some of the ones i've seen where i'm like i have to physically get out of the car to read this so how does this how does this function in terms of the point of a bumper sticker you need to just you need to just be like uh you know snooping around parking lots and people think you're casing cars but you're uh, like nope just looking at bumper just stickers. looking just trying to read this um but do you have any zan to close us out oh Santa Claus delivers um, nice thank you yes where there was only uh, enough stickers to last one day and one night. There was a sticker to last eight days and eight nights. Mm. Um, there, uh, actually, I did see this one in a parking lot. I parked right next to them. <laughs> <laughs> and it said, this sticker is all I got in the divorce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I like that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so I'm just that. That's that's the mood here in my my <laughs> yeah. hotel room, I guess. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, oh, I guess we should then go into um maybe a special wrap up. Uh, uh, uncanny recommendations. Uh, if there was uh any media that stood out to you this year that like mm. you know you. You don't have to maybe say your favorite, but the thing that the thing that stayed with you, the uh, the thing that you're you're really glad that 2023 was the year that you read, listened to, saw, etc. Yeah, man, I, I guess like I mean, so many things for sure. Uh, I, I got to say again, like for just some movies like Past Lives was mm. just one of the best movies I've seen in so long. Like, I, I really think that mm-hmm. one resonated with me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and I think to like, um, yeah, I think as a film, that's probably one of my top there. I think album wise, for sure, the uh, Black Country New Roads, like live at Bush Hall, was like, mm-hmm. that ain't going, that's gonna be like top for me for a while, even though mm. it's technically not an album according to them, but I don't yeah. care. I have it on vinyl, it's great. <laughs> it's just, it's just something that like it just hits every time, right. and I think you know, book wise. I've talked about about like a lot of the nonfiction books I was reading through the summer and a lot of them for sure have made me feel a lot more educated and a lot more like knowledgeable about subjects that I've brought here too. But ultimately I think, you know, I read uh, East of Eden and by uh, John Steinbeck. I've talked about that a lot. I I, I still think that's just a great, a great book like to to Mm -hmm. read at any point. And if you had, I I had a copy and I sat on it for years and I just think it's, I'm kind of mad. I didn't read it sooner you know and mm-hmm. i do think it holds up yeah and is worth reading for sure uh now and um yeah because I, I, I had a weird yeah. kind of reading list so i i do think that in terms of novels steinbeck's was like one of my favorite even though it was older and um 
you know, in terms of something that came out in 2023, uh, the experience machine by Andy Clark was for sure a go-to of something new in the nonfiction realm to try that Mm -hmm. I do think is relevant no matter what field you're in. And I, I also just saw The Boy and the Heron, which was such an interesting way by, uh, by uh, you know, Studio Ghibli, Hayao Miyazaki's new film. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really interesting way to kind of close out the year. I'm still hopefully going to see some more movies before 2023 is over, but I don't know if it made my top, but it's for sure something I'm going to be thinking about for a while. So that's my nice, quick, that's nice. my quick, uh, you know, 2023 Spotify wrapped. How about you? <laughs> How do you, <laughs> what do you, what's on your, what's on your, uh, your breakfast wrap? <laughs> my end of year breakfast wrap. <laughs> um i mean there's there's a lot of old stuff that i discovered this year that i that i really loved like not like just old that i uh you know hadn't uh encountered uh before um i mean i'm gonna say uh, i think everyone should check out the uh the the, the, the one the, the wonderful classic 2023 album jazz club by ghost modern oh yeah how could i forget um, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I really had a spot in my heart for uh, Haunted Mountain by Buck Meek. I think mm. that came out maybe in the second half of the year, but that's definitely the one that came out this year that uh, I think uh, through moving and all the chaos, uh, there's, there's something in that, in that, that melancholy warbly music that you know i i kind of needed uh pine grove's live album i know they're you know not really uh they're they're kind of on indefinite hiatus at this point but that live album they put out this year uh also also very uh, that's a good one very good yeah and I don't know if any of the books I read this year technically came out this year. I mean, uh, I said, I literally said a few that didn't. Yeah. So I just read yeah. them this year. So therefore. Right, yeah. I mean, as I really, man, and I did read a lot this year, which I was happy about. Um, for fiction, uh, House of the Spirits, you know, I finally got around to reading that. And mm. that was just such a wonderfully written novel. And and just sort of my favorite kind of historical realism or yeah, historical magical realism, you know, uh, I, I really love that book and I think that'll stay with me a long time, uh, for nonfiction, even though it was, uh, I don't remember how early in the year this was, but other lands, uh, really, uh, left a, left an impact on me just in terms of like, looking at earth's history in in such a really poetic and and dramatic way uh it was some it was something i really needed to to like get me back on a natural history kick again um movies i don't know if i'm basic for saying this but i i liked uh i i really did like um asteroid city uh you know i always love a good oh yeah you know i always love a love a good wes anderson movie and I think, um, I think, you know, maybe it's, I I don't know if I'm going to say it's like my favorite of his, but it is, it does feel like something self-reflective enough, something that is trying to make sense of art and the place of art and storytelling enough that I am, uh, uh, 
it's it's something else that'll probably stay with me from this year. Uh, mm. And I'm sure there's other there. I, I don't know. I saw a lot of movies this year, and uh, I, I don't know why that's the first one that's coming to mind. But that I guess that's going to be my answer. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right. So as the year winds down, uh, and uh, I guess we're not going to be uh, putting out an episode for uh, a few weeks, uh, is there anything that the people out there should know that is going on with you, Joe? Uh, not really, not too much at the moment. You know, there'll probably be hopefully announcements in 2024. But for now, you know, you can always check out my art on my website, joesaminoart.com, and listen to some of my music on my solo stuff, as well as the uh, Ghost Modern album, Jazz Club, like Zan said. Uh, those are for sure the projects to check out. Uh, but otherwise, I'll you know keep everybody posted. How about you? Anything? Anything going on in these these next few weeks? Um, I well, if you are listening to this on Saturday, uh, on Sunday, I am going to be <laughs> uh, playing bass for my brother's band, Small Bite, at Ascura in Bradenton. Oh, okay. Word <laughs> tomorrow. So, uh. I guess go check that out. Go check um, it out. Go check see Zan. Yeah. Also, also, let me say again, please, you know, check out uh, Jazz Club by Ghost Modern. I, I, I can't say enough. Like what a milestone that was, mm. it, at least for me, and I, and I hope for you too. Like, oh, what, it was. Yes. What that what that meant to me to actually be able to say this year that uh, I put out actual music, and I'm very glad that we did it together. Likewise, um, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, it was an achievement for sure, and I, mm-hmm. I'm really happy to have been a part of it and to keep moving with yeah. it. You know, to keep making yeah. music. We're hoping to keep making a new album soon, and it was really mm-hmm. a lovely experience. And you know, maybe we'll have to talk yeah. about that a little bit in depth. I think too for the people. Uh, but I think it, so, it was yeah. really, it, it it was complicated, like just because we were we really weren't in the same room for half of it, and it's like it was um. It was, I think, an achievement, honestly, in that way, and mm-hmm. we created something that has a lot of soul, a feel into it, a lot of our memories yeah. poured into it, and even the image yeah. is taken from a specific mm-hmm. point in time that we were together, so it's, it's uh, yeah. yeah, it's exciting to see what the future will hold with our music and our band. Oh, yes. So I'll try to play as much as I can, you know, and uh, play out, and we'll hopefully be uh, putting out new music. Yes. Maybe less than a year. We'll see how long it yeah. takes us this time. I think we, we worked out some of the kinks. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't have anything too concrete to mention. You know, um, I am officially moved into my studio at uh, 423rd uh, in uh, St. Petersburg. Uh, every second Saturday, uh, I will be there and... Mm. Um, uh, me and my uh, partner Allison will be there uh, participating and selling our work and uh, looking forward to seeing more people getting uh, to make get, getting to, you know, be more acquainted and more involved in the St. Peter yes. community now that now that we're back. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, nothing. I, nothing I can announce just yet, but that'll definitely be a component uh, of the new year some things i'm very excited about and looking forward to nice. um but yeah that's great ghost modern jazz yeah. club album by ghost modern uh <laughs> yes you know, listen 
Yeah, listen, listen to it. It's not, you know, it's maybe too late to get it on your Spotify wrapped, but. Um, yeah, next year though, you know, they always count the beginning year, of the now, year, now so you, get on it. Yeah, 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 get, get started. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a wonderful tour. Thank you, Joe, for uh, guiding us on this uh, nice, uh, this nice conversation, nice holiday vibes, uh, just leading out uh, the year. Uh Everyone go listen to uh, Charlie Bound Christmas. Get mm. jazzy. Oh, yeah. Drink some, hot, drink some hot beverages and let's have a chill rest of the year, please. Mm. I agree. All right. Yeah. All right. From the Uncanny County Museum and 2023, I have been Zan Peters. And I've been Joe Semino. Bye. Bye. Bye.